This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Here's not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA Media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Saturday, 12 August, year of our Lord, 2023. We are packed for the next two hours, so strap in. You're in the war room. Uh, I want to go to Iowa. Uh, President Trump will be there later today at the Iowa State Fair. Carrie Lake is at the Iowa State Fair. Carrie, you're a Iowa girl. Tell me about, as an institution, how important is the Iowa State Fair in the cultural life of Iowa? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I think it might be the most famous institution in all of Iowa. It is a beautiful state fair. I mean, when you walk through the Iowa State Fairgrounds, you realize how serious. These buildings, these aren't like pop-up buildings that they do at some other people's state fairs. These are beautiful brick buildings. These are buildings that are used really in many many, many ways year-round. But for the Iowa State Fair, uh, this is uh, there's no other fair that's like it. And the people come out. We see grandparents with their grandkids. You see moms out here. You see a uh, girl like girlfriend days like hey let's all go out to the state fair i'm standing here where all the food is served and the food is incredible pork chop on a stick corn on the cob corn dogs we've got the uh the bananas covered in chocolate but most importantly it's just a really great family spot it's uh really quality people the uh, folks in iowa are some of the most top quality people in the country and they truly um they love the iowa state fair they're so proud of it you might be surprised, though, Steve, how many people I'm meeting from out of state, from Texas, from South Carolina, from California. I have I have literally met so many people who came here because they've heard about the Iowa State Fair, and they heard that it was one of those bucket list things. And you won't be disappointed if you come to Iowa for the state fair. Can't you also in their live? I mean, people are milking cows. They're doing that. You got the kids there with their with the livestock and other people. I mean, it's it's also interactive for for certain of the young people, correct? Oh, totally. I mean, the whole purpose of the state fair is, is for the 4-H kids to show off their livestock, what they've grown, and that's all going on. We just came out. Um, you know, they have the fun, cute things like the the cow that's made of of uh, butter, <laughs> but they show these kids these kids who are serious about agriculture. They come in and they show their farm animals. They show their cows. I'm going to be actually milking a cow here in a little bit, and um, hope, hopefully I haven't forgotten how to do that. But it's a great opportunity for kids who maybe didn't grow up on a farm to come out here, see some real quality, big farm animals, and although most kids in Iowa kind of know about that, and, and really see the livestock, understand how important um, the farming community, the agriculture community is, not only to feeding Iowa, but defeating our country and really feeding the world. And so you can get a real education in the importance of ag, the importance of farming. You know, Iowa might be in, in flyover country, but it's worth stopping and taking a look at and learning about what the great people of this state do. And they also help choose a president. Are you, you know? are you, yeah, are you, are you more confident now that you're out there that these values are being transmitted generation to generation? 
you know, when you come to the Iowa State Fair, you do feel that. You know, sometimes when the Iowa State Fair is going on, you might think, oh, boy, are we losing a generation of knowledge? Do our kids appreciate this? I really think they do. And you see such great quality farm kids. When I was running for office, I said, I just want to fill the governor's office with farm kids because, you know, there's no such thing as an eight-hour day when you're a farm kid. It's a 16-hour day, and you keep working as long as you need it. And so they have a work ethic that just can't be matched anywhere else. And um, I'm, I'm incredibly impressed. And I believe that the people of Iowa can see what's happening in this country, and they're very worried about losing this way of life, this really wonderful way of life that, that you have here in Iowa where family is really important, um, you know, parental control over their kids rather than handing off that control to some school or the government. And they're very concerned about the direction Joe Biden is leading this country. They feel like they might lose their country if, um, if we don't get President Trump in there. And I'm really excited to hear from people. I just talked to an independent who I talked into registering as a Republican. They totally love President Trump. And I said, well, if you're going to take part in the uh, caucus, you have to be registered as a Republican or you can't take part in it. So they're going to switch over and become a Republican and take part in caucus for President Trump. The caucus is such a cool thing. It's really like old school politics where you actually show up. You don't just check a box and stick your ballot into a uh, tabulator. You actually stand up and you raise your hand and you say, I'm voting for President Trump. Amazing. And talk to us about, you know, London has uh, Hyde Park Speaker's Corner where people can go up and address people. At Iowa State Fair, you have something similar. I think it's uh, you, you can just walk up on the stage or if you're invited and just address an audience that's sitting there right in front of you. Kind of like Abraham Lincoln uh, addressed people back in the 1850s, 1860s. Talk to us. President Trump tomorrow. There's other there's other people that are running. that are going. But tell me about this tradition they've got at Iowa about addressing the, the citizens and just going through and, and making your case there to people right in front of you. It's really cool. It is old school politics. You're right. The way it, it must have been back when Abe Lincoln was around, um, when all of our founding fathers in the years that, that after they helped create this wonderful country, it's called the soapbox and you stand up there and you make your case. I mean, a couple of days ago, Mike Pence was over there, got heckled. A few people were heckling him, but you know what? You stand up there and you hold your ground. And this is truly how politics should be. There's a million political, um, you know, folks here from the consultants right on down to the uh, media. But it is amazing what's happening. It's amazing to watch as these politicians stand up. There's no slick filter. There's no slick um, consultant telling them what to say. They got to stand there and hold the ground and hold their own. And, And the people will come around and listen to them. And it may not be easy. They make it. They make it happen. But this is a place where you can be with the people. I know when President Trump comes later today, his plan is to be with the people. He's going to go learn a little bit about the ag industry. He's going to go into one of the uh, buildings where they do some agriculture education. He's going to go talk to the people. He's going to um, hit the uh, the area. I'm trying to think of, of one of the places they said he was going to go, which kind of cracked me up. I could just see him, by the way, coming down the main corridor here where they're selling, you know, the pork chop on a stick. But he's a man of the people, and that's why the people of Iowa love him. And he decided he wanted to not do a big fancy speech, but he wanted to go be with the people of Iowa right here at the State Fair. And I think it's going to be one of his best moments so far on the campaign trail when you watch him interact with Iowans at the State Fair. 
by he's bringing the entire uh, most of the congressional delegation of Florida with him uh, uh, today with uh, Byron Donalds and Matt Gates and others. Kerry, I know you got to bounce. Real quickly, you become a big surrogate for President Trump. I understand you're traveling throughout the country, maybe back to New Hampshire. Where do people go to find out everything about where Carrie Lake's going to be? How do they see her? How do they hear her? Well, go over to Twitter, go over to Getter, go over to all of the, you know, Truth Social and follow me at Carrie Lake, K-A-R-I-L-A-K-E. And then go to our website, CarrieLake.com. We'll have more information on there. But we'll always keep you on top of it. We'll put out posts here and there where we're going to be speaking. But we're going to be here at the state fair today, and then we're going to eventually be heading to New Hampshire to do some uh, campaigning for President Trump there. Looking forward to it. Carrie Lake, thank you for taking time away today to join us from the Iowa State Fair. Thank you, Steve. We'll talk to you again later. Bye-bye. Thank you, ma'am. Matt Rosendale, they work they, they work pretty long hours on those ranches out in Montana, don't they? You got the Iowa State Fair. You got hard working uh, you got hard working ranchers and farmers in uh, in particularly your part of Montana, correct? The eastern part? Hey, especially this time of year, the sun is out for a long time, Steve. We have a uh, daylight from about well, June before the, the summer solstice, we get uh, daylight from about four thirty AM until ten PM. I love it. Unbelievable. Um, look, a, a lot's going on. We've been covering Ukraine alive, China live, the budget live. Just give people a perspective while we're in this recess. You know, we keep getting news. There's horrific news coming out about the budget deficit exploding much bigger. What's your sense? And I think what people look to you for in the, you know, in the, in the magnificent six that kind of hung in there and, and really the, 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 the big four. Right. Um, the um, you know, what Biggs, Good, Eli Crane and Matt Rosendale, right? the, the four stalwarts. Um, the talk to me boss. about when we get back. What? Yes. The hardcore. Well, tell us about tell us about what we can anticipate when we return of the type of fights we're going to see. We just froze. Let's uh, I tell you what, we're going to try to let's try to go ahead. No, let's go I, ahead. And I didn't reboot. Oh, there we go. No, I was on. I just thought yeah, you were we going to break. Oh, no, 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 no. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and go ahead and, and get, t- tell me about when we get back, when we get back from the recess. What are we going to do? What are you guys going to do? Well, they're going to start a, a great big uh, negotiation about a continuing resolution, which is what exactly many of us had said was going to happen after Kevin McCarthy negotiated away our leverage by extending the debt ceiling date until date certain January of 25, uh, instead of keeping that in place for one or two more Uh, negotiations, if you will, going through the 118th Congress. Once that was pushed out till uh, that far date, Steve, what happens is we really don't have a lot of leverage within the House any longer. So while you hear a lot of conversations about um, working on the appropriation bills, the fact is the Senate doesn't have to take up those appropriation bills, and they know that. And, And so that is the proper way to uh, go through, identify, and and fund uh, all of government. And what they're going to do is bring forward a, a continued resolution that is going to fund government at current levels somewhere between now 
and the end of the year, or, or continue that funding from now to the end of the year, at which time I am fully expecting that the Senate and, and the Uniparty are going to get together and try to create yet another omnibus and, and jam us with a 4,000-page document with 7,000-plus earmarks, uh, the same as they did last December, to continue this out-of-control spending, this out-of-control agency uh, uh, control of the government, and, and leave us in a bad place. So we're going to go back in and fight and say there's no way that we're going to support a continuing resolution that does not contain provisions at a minimal to secure our southern border. Uh, I've been talking, and I'm sure you have to chip Roy about this. We have a, a literal disaster that's taking place on our southern border that's impacting many areas of the country that people don't discuss enough. And, and so that's one provision that must be contained in there. You, you talk about we got we've got the southern border. You've got the funding of, of DOJ and the persecution of Trump. You've got the Ukraine situation. Uh, I mean, I could go down a list of things that people are furious about. Um, do you believe you have a big enough group that McCarthy won't be able to go and work with the Democrats? We've got about a minute and then we're going to take a break and bring you back. But in a minute, do you think you've got th the type of 70 votes that you had before? on certain of these provisions to try to stop this and, and, and not even allow McCarthy to work with Democrats? I would hope so. And I, and I am not sure. You know, after being here in the state for uh, nearly two weeks now, um, I'm back in the real world. And certainly if it was up to the constituents across Montana, we would very easily be able to shut this CR down unless it had provisions in there that, just like you said, not only for securing the border, but for defunding vast amounts of the DOJ, as we have seen that they have brought up artificial charges, they have used fraudulent documents, they have used false testimony. Uh, we've got major problems, and the people across Montana would be more than glad to see us hold up that continuing resolution unless those provisions were, were contained in it. Uh, Congressman, hang on for one second. We're going to take a short commercial break. Congressman Matt Rosendale from the great state of Montana, the Big Sky State, joins us after a short break. Bring it on and I will fight to the end, just watch and see. It's all started, everything's begun, and you are over. Cause we're taking down the CCP. Spread the word all through Hong Kong. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. You should choose an air purifier like your life depends on it, because it just might. Canadian wildfire smoke has blanketed the United States, reaching as far as our southern states. And with wildfire season in full swing nationwide, toxic smoke is threatening our health. EnviroCleanse is military-grade air purification that's now available for your home. EnviroCleanse is specifically designed to wipe out airborne chemicals and viruses known to cause illness, allergies, and difficulty in breathing. Even toxic gases and particles found in wildfire smoke are no match for EnviroCleanse. That is how you keep your family healthy. And this is why the Department of Defense chose EnviroCleanse to protect the air on board our Navy combatants. And only EnviroCleanse comes with a free professional air quality monitor so you know your family's breathing purified air. 
or you get your money back. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com. And use code Steve for 10% off your EnviroCleanse air purification unit. You'll also receive the free air quality monitor plus fast free shipping. That's $150 saving. Now visit ekpure.com. ekpure.com. Code word Steve. ekpure.com. Code word Steve. Take action. Use your agency. Okay, welcome back. Congressman, we've had Ben Burkwam over in Ukraine. You know, we've been covering this very closely. The spring offensive is a disaster. Young Ukrainian men, he just, Zelensky just fired his entire recruiting apparatus because they've been caught taking bribes from families and from young men not to serve because they understand it's a charnel house over there. The thing's a total, complete disaster. Yet Biden's putting up a, a $20 billion, $21 billion, I think, $13 billion a mil- more military aid. That's obviously not working. Another $8 billion to pay their pension funds, to pay their health care, to run the government. But he's attached some other goodies there to, to, to make it palatable. What are we? And this is a supplemental. This is not even part of the overall budget. So explain what the supplemental is and how is this going to be combated? Because we've already put over, I think, total when you count up everything, $125 billion into Ukraine, sir. Yes. So, but before I've got to go off on one rabbit hole real quick. As you went to, on the walk-off music, and I was listening to Miles Gal and 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 taking down the CCP, and then I reflected upon Kerry Lake there in Iowa, and I thought, you know, can we contract him to do another version? It's called taking down the NRSC. I, I think it would be really fitting. <laughs> everything that's going on in the country right now. <laughs> Hold it. What? Oh, because the NRSC is already not happy with people like Kerry Lake talking about potentially running for Senate. And I've seen some stories about you. They're, they're already out there saying they want more establishment. Mitch McConnell needs more support against President Trump. Is that what the NRS, NRSC is saying? Get miles on it, man. Taking down the NRSC. They, they, <laughs> the the uniparty, baby. Bring it down. Okay, back to Ukraine. Uh, This is yet another ploy by the Biden administration uh, to spend $40 billion, okay? It is disingenuous at best, and it is absolutely dishonest at worst. $24 billion is going to go to Ukraine. We have yet to have a good accounting of all of the money that has been sent there, Steve. Uh, The only thing that we're a little bit sure of is the value of of the weapons. And we're not 100% sure of that. So you've got another 70, 80, $90 billion that has been sent over there that we truly uh, can't keep track of. And, and as a carrot, again, talk about disingenuous, talk about dishonest. We're going to ask for, or he, the Biden administration is asking for uh, roughly $4 billion to go down to the border for border security. Does he not think that the people that are concerned about border security aren't going to look at where those funds are going? It's to build housing and provide assistance to illegals as they enter in and are there at the border. All that's going to do is incentivize more illegal immigration and intensify this wave of humanity that's taking place right now. It's it's shameful. They've, they've lost track of somewhere between 85 and 100,000 children. People should go to jail for that. 
who knows where these children are that they brought in our country and where they have been shipped off to and whose hands they have literally been sold to. It's, it's disgraceful. You've got this supplemental You've coming got- up. And of course, they they want the, they want the money for for Ukraine. They're going to try to put some other goodies in there to make it a tough a, a tougher vote. Where I want to ask you where people's heads are on that, but also this impeachment. It, where is the House right now on beginning a formal impeachment inquiry? I hear Comer every day. I'm getting another drop of information. But when are we going to take this seriously? President Trump, they're persecuting nonstop. They're after him nonstop. Jack Smithson, he wants the trial to begin two weeks or three weeks before the Iowa caucus. I mean, when is this going to stop? When are we going to go on offense, I think, is what people want to know. I'm ready. I'm ready right now. I joined uh, my good friend, Matt Gates, who's a regular uh, one of your visitors here. And we have asked for, through legislation, uh, the defunding of the special counsel, Jack Smith. Everyone on the street can look at the way that these people are being uh, treated and say, this is not the same. On one hand, we have a president who did exactly what he was supposed to do to defend this nation and to defend the citizens, and that's Donald Trump. And then we've got another person who started selling out this country years ago. They've got bank records and documents on uh, Biden and his crime family negotiating with China, selling us out, negotiating with Ukraine, Kazakhstan, Russia, selling us out. And and absolutely falsifying documents and and other people providing false testimony. And yet there's no charges or prosecution that is taking place whatsoever. And and this is wrong. It's unacceptable. Myself, many of my colleagues were ready. I think we need, again, leadership. Kevin McCarthy needs to say it's time for us to begin this this resolution investigation to see if we can uh, bring up this this uh, impeachment or by Orcus and Biden, quite frankly. Do you think you've got the, enough votes so between the Freedom Caucus and these other disparate groups uh, that are out there that you've put coalitions together before? Do you believe you have enough uh, critical mass that McCarthy just can't reach out to Democrats like he did on the on the on the uh, on the uh, budget when he gave, uh, you know, he gave Biden 15 trillion dollars to spend with five trillion of deficits. Do you think you can do that and force their hand on certain things and force Biden to shut down his own government because you guys are not prepared to, to move forward? Where, where do we stand that? Because that whether it's on impeachment inquiry, defunding uh, Jack Smith, stopping the Ukraine madness, forcing their hand on the southern border, they all get back to the same point. Do you believe you can fe- can you see the leverage coming together from mid-September to the end of September to actually force Biden's hand and force him to shut down his government? I think that it is building, Steve. Whether we have it today or not, I am not certain. What I will tell you is that um, fear is contagious. And, And so when you have a lot of people that are serving in Congress that are simply yes men to leadership, then it, it, it perpetuates out. But but courage is contagious as well. And we have demonstrated that by the, the if you look 
at the legislation that we were able to pull through uh, on the original debt ceiling package. If you look at the National Defense Act, which many of us had never supported previously, when we were able to go in and have an open rule process and craft legislation that puts the country in the right direction, we pulled a lot of those people along with us. And when we have the outside organizations and, and outside voices like yourself helping us, then, then I believe that we can uh, continue that momentum to do the right thing, to simply just do the right thing. That's what we were sent to Washington for. There's not a, a state, the eastern kind of prairie part in the, in the, in the mountain part on, on the western part of the state, then Montana, and the great patriots and hardworking folks out there. Where are their heads right now of where we stand with all of this, sir? Oh, my folks are, are uh, behind me. They're ready to fight again. They're ready to fight for our country. They understand that the time for timidity and half measures, that ship sailed 20 years ago, okay? 20 years ago, you could have tried to moderate and, and, and slowly start turning the vessel around. But we are way, way past that. We've got to make bold decisions. We've got to make bold votes. And when I hear leadership come out and say, we have to protect some of these folks that are in the very difficult districts, we're going to lose the, the country if we aren't out speaking the truth and being strong right now. Steve, I tell people on a weekly basis, I am here to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. And, and the people across the state of Montana are ready. They can, they can take the tough medicine, and they are ready to preserve our country and take the measures that are necessary to do so. Congressman Rosendale, how do people follow you? At Rep. Rosendale, all social platforms, at Rep. Rosendale. And if you want to go to my unofficial site, it's mattformontana.com. Matt, F-O-R, Montana.com. Uh, Congressman uh, Mosendale, thank you very much for joining us and getting us up to date on the folks in Montana, where their heads are. Appreciate it. Always good to be with you, Steve. Appreciate it. You have a blessed Saturday. Thank, thank you, brother. Thank you, sir. Uh there's going to be a fight, I'm telling you, because we're talking to a lot of people behind the scenes, having a lot of meetings. There's going to be a fight on this one. There's going to fight. You look across the board, the defunding of uh, of Jack Smith and this persecution of Trump, uh, this situation of the southern border, uh, this thing of the ch kids coming across with no DNA testing, Ukraine, all of it. Prepare yourself. Okay. We're going to do an homage to what we did this week for American Music. Robbie Robertson died at 80 close to the 28th anniversary of Jerry Garcia dying. This is Jerry Garcia, the night they drove all Dixie down, Robbie Robertson's great song. We'll leave you that be back in a moment.
imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up, end quote. Now, that's the Field of Greens Better Health Promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due. Thanks, Field of Greens, end quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy, if you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take Field of Greens. Look, Field of Greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room, but they can promise at your next checkup, your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon, and get the better health promise. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Does Pfizer understand why the vaccine causes myocarditis and pericarditis? And if not, how then can it guarantee that it's not also injuring other organs? And can you explain the process why the vaccine causes myocarditis and pericarditis? I'll take that, Dr. Hewitt. Sure. Um, Based on our clinical trials and pharmacovigilance data, as well as real-world evidence following the distribution now of billions of doses of vaccine, we retain confidence, strong confidence, in the safety profile of the vaccine. Sorry, Chair, point of order. Point of order. I've asked, do you understand why it causes... I know that it's a low risk. I'm asking, do you understand why it causes myocarditis? I I want you to explain to me why it causes myocarditis. Do you understand why it causes myocarditis? Pfizer is aware of very rare reports of myocarditis and pericarditis that have been temporarily associated with vaccination. Well, that's still ongoing for some people. Senator Reddick, Dr. Theroux should answer the question. Thank you, Dr. Theroux. According to public health experts and regulatory authorities around the globe, the number of reports of myocarditis remains small. I'm not referring to the number of reports. I want you to explain to me the mechanism of how the vaccine causes myocarditis. Do you or do you not understand the mechanism of why the vaccine causes myocarditis? It looks to me like you don't. And if you don't understand it, why are you saying the vaccine is safe without qualifying the risks? So, so, um, Senator Rennick, I think uh, Dr Theroux is actually about to get to that point. Whether people agree, whether there's agreement to his evidence or not, is another question for others to make a judgment on. Um, but if, Dr Theroux, if you could uh, again go to um, Senator Rennick's uh, question. Senator, uh, all medicines, all therapeutic products and vaccines have uh, benefits and have side effects as well. Looking at the totality of the evidence for Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine, 
regulatory authorities, health authorities, experts globally, including in Australia, within the Department of Health and the TGA, have maintained that the benefit-risk ratio... That's not the question that I asked. I asked, can you explain why the vaccine causes myocarditis? Yes or no? Uh, Senator, the benefit risk. Yes or no. So you clearly don't understand the pathway, do you? Because you can't explain it. I'm not referring to the cost benefit analysis here. I'm referring to do you understand the biochemical pathway as to why the vaccine causes damage to the heart? Senator, I'm happy to take your question on notice and come back to the committee with whatever information we can provide. I might just clarify, I was not referring to a cost-benefit analysis in my previous response. I was referring to the benefit-risk ratio. And health authorities around the globe continue to recommend uh, the benefits... Uh, and that's, this isn't the question that I'm asking. Does the indemnity you have with the government extend to providing you with indemnity in the situation where an employee um, is... I could go on to play this, and if you haven't watched it, you should. Uh, Dr. Naomi Wolf, uh, walk me through. It's been kind of all these explosions going on from Australia and other places about Pfizer, the financial information. You've been in your group at the Daily Clout, supported by the War Room, the Hobbits and the Posse, as your muscle with your lawyers, with Amy Kelly, your great team, have been the first to expose all this from Pfizer's own data. Where do we stand now? It sounds like, to me, as a civilian, it looks like Pfizer's a little bit coming unglued in, in this assault, relentless assault on the facts, ma'am. Well, that was a very well-informed Australian senator, Senator Rennick, and Senator Alec Antic also um, asked very tough questions in other clips. And the war room posse can really take a bow because our team presented to major gatherings in Australia our findings three times, um, including to Senator Antic earlier. And uh, actually five senators invited us uh, to go to Australia and present in person. We presented by video because we were afraid of being um, locked in quarantine camps and never released. Um, and the senator said that was not an unreasonable thing to fear. Um, so I guess what the takeaway is, is that Pfizer executives were categorically lying. Um, we all know, or those of us who, who have read our reports based on Pfizer documents released under court order, as this uh, audience knows, um, tens of thousands of documents, it's super clear what causes myocarditis and pericarditis. And so those executives were lying and lying and lying to the Australian parliament and to Australian representatives of the Australian people. Number one, Pfizer knew, according to the report by our doctor, Chris Flowers, um, Pfizer knew in May of 2021 that the mRNA injections caused 35 minors to, to sustain heart damage within one week of injection. Within one week of injection, they knew that, but they kept that hidden from the people of the world and the parents of the United States. And in fact, they rolled out a huge propaganda campaign, advertising campaign, social media influencers campaign for all of the summer of 2021. And it wasn't until four months later in August of 2021 that the FDA, which is the custodian of these documents, um, sent out a press release warning that there was an elevated risk of myocarditis for healthy young adults, especially young men. That's number one. Number two, we, we know what's causing myocarditis and pericarditis. It's in the Pfizer documents. Um, the spike protein was designed to 
um, damage the ACE2 receptors. And this has an effect on the heart. So there is scarring, scar tissue from the injection of the heart. And Dr. McCullough also has pointed out that the spike protein interferes with the ability of the heart to process electrical impulses, the electrical impulses that keep it beating regularly. And he explains that that's why so many people have died suddenly, healthy young people have died suddenly of heart attacks between the hours of 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. when they're sleeping, because that's when, you know, in preparation for eventual waking, that's when there's a surge of adrenaline to the heart. So the uh, injection of spike protein um, damages the heart such that that surge of adrenaline isn't just a routine um, event in the body. It causes the heart to stop. We know that now. And um, and also this is why athletes are dropping dead on the playing field because of those surges of adrenaline. So these people are simply lying on, on both those counts. It's thoroughly well established. And in fact, there was a very disturbing meta-analysis about which I spoke to Natalie Winters yesterday. Um, and it's been published in a peer-reviewed uh, publication. Um, and it's very mainstream, it's in PubMed. And this is a meta-analysis of 750,000 subjects. And they found that there is in fact an elevated risk of, of an elevated um, effect of myocarditis among recipients of the mRNA injection and that the uh, heart damage is disproportionately um, resulting in heart attacks and heart damage for men as opposed to women. So this is thoroughly established and I guess, the big takeaway for me watching this um, debacle is it's the same takeaway I have watching Dr. Walensky lie and lie and lie to our members of Congress and our elected officials. This company um, has no fear of the people's representatives and democracies for reasons that we have to get to the heart of. Something you didn't show is that uh, either Senator uh, Rennick or Senator Antic asked did they have a, did the research begin with a contract with the US Department of Defense? And these executives re refused to answer. And, and it's public record. You know, we've, we've shared that here, um, that that contract has been FOIAed. It's in the public record. So there, there's an absolute sense of impunity um, globally. It was impressive and gutsy that these Australian representatives asked these questions. But what's really scary to me is that we're in a post-truth world in which people have committed massive crimes against the people of Australia, but also against people in democracies around the world, feel entirely um, protected in giving non-answers, you know, death of truth by PR training. These people are just giving rote, prepared talking points instead of actually answering questions. And that is a very dangerous situation. What, what what is the importance? What is the importance that it started with a DOD contract? Well, I'm not sure yet. Um, I I don't fully understand. I still don't understand why our own Department of Defense would um, contract for something that's so very damaging and then stand by when evidence mounts up that's communicated to them. We've talked about this, how Pfizer, for instance, withheld uh, the announcement that the vaccine was safe and effective, albeit based on 
bad math, um, to interfere in our elections uh, and violated their contract with the DOD. I don't know why you know, someone or a group of people at DOD who are pretty senior are standing by to let Pfizer get away with shenanigans like that, that have real world big consequences for our elections, and why they're standing by as something for which they paid, you know, millions, if not billions of dollars, um, is delivered and found to be so faulty, so damaging. I don't understand why they've um, mandated it on our young men and women, healthy men and women in uniform, our soldiers and sailors. It makes no sense to me unless, you know, the $20 million that have been revealed to have flowed to the Biden family really mean that our our military has been handed over to our, our enemies. Um, that's that's an imponderable to me now. I know that the military contracts in a national emergency, um, you know, biological treatments, countermeasures, that's not that uncommon. I think it's pretty standard, but I don't understand why there's been silence from them as the American people have been injured on, and killed on such a massive scale by this injection. You're you're saying the impunity, and, and what you're saying is that where there's absolute record there, and you can't get away from it, you've got representatives that'll just look you in the eye, and lie to you, and you're saying that they must feel that they they've got this, no matter what the actual facts are, they can just dismiss it. Here they got antic and run it down there. And Australia is probably even worse than the United States with the lockdowns and the totalitarian nature of things. So it's coming as a shock to those people. But is your thing about impunity, about they just think that they've got this and that it's not going to matter what Naomi Wolf says, the information we put out, what Rand Paul says? Is that is that your point? Well, that's how they're behaving. I mean, they're behaving as if their lawyers have told them, you don't have to answer the questions. Um, there's going to be no consequences to you answering the questions. And I don't know Australian law, but um, as Senator Rand Paul has pointed out, it is a serious offense to lie to our Congress. It results in prison sentences for up to five years. He made a second referral to the Department of Justice um, for the lying to Congress of uh, Dr. Fauci, which new, new emails have come to light in the last week, proving that Dr. Fauci was lying to Congress when he said there was no gain of function research that we funded at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. So the lawyers who have advised those Australian Pfizer representatives seem to have told them you, you have no obligation in simply not answering the questions or even lying. Uh, you're entitled to lie through our talking points to the Australian parliament and and you will be fine. This is not a risk. And, th and that's extremely concerning to me because look at the Australian parliament. They're essentially um, emasculated. Yep. I mean, no disrespect, but they're, they're helpless. Na Naomi, hang on for one second. We'll take a short commercial break. Naomi Wolf's going to stick with us on the other side. And you are over. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty dollars And COVIDtaxrelief.org 
just got a large distribution business, almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. So, Naomi, uh, we're here in, uh, what, the 12th of August, you know, not quite to the middle of August, but close. You hear there's another outbreak in New York City and other places. Where are we in the investigations? Pfizer's numbers are cratering because, uh, wait for it, people don't want the vaccine or not taking it anymore. Besides all the propaganda, just give our audience a sit rep. Where where do we stand right now through through your eyes? You've been kind of one of the field generals here in making sure that, uh, the American people have full information. So where are we? Well, I may be one of the field generals, but the war room posse are the advance guard um, and nothing is standing in their way. Uh, there are some big victories and some kind of plateaus. You know, the big victories, I mean, I just said on Twitter when someone said, when will anything happen? When will anything be done to these criminals? I said, you know, I'm getting a, a little bit frustrated with this um, attitude because things are happening. Um, and if you look economically, uh, we, the War Room Posse, you guys, your leadership, you know, Amy Kelly's leadership um, has hit both Pfizer and Moderna where uh, corporations suffer most, which is in the bottom line. I mean, dramatically. Pfizer, as I reported here, their Q2 reports are 54% down. Their Q1 report showed an 89% drop in their manufacturing demand. And the language they used was extraordinary because they attributed it to noncompliance. Um, and they're down to like $5 million a quarter in, in revenue because no one wants this injection anymore. We've done our job of informing the American people and hopefully the global audience that you have. Um, and the same is true of Moderna. Motley Fool just issued a warning to institutional inve- investors that they you know, want to drop their Moderna stock ASAP because because the, the value is tanking. No one wants what Moderna is selling. And let's remember that this is the only product Moderna had, right? Um, and we've also uh, informed everyone that Pfizer is a dangerous drug because it's being manufactured. The IP now belongs to the Chinese Communist Party. Um, so those are huge victories. Um, they're not going to recover their market share. Uh, and now the the chips are falling, right? And when there's less money, there's less money for propaganda. There's less money to buy up 
um, civil society institutions like the American College of Obstetrics and Gynecology, the American Bar Association, the American Pediatric Association, as we've reported. There's no money flowing from things like the CARES Act, the U.S. Rescue Plan. Um, and when money dries up, you start to have media doing their job, which shame on them that they took the money and didn't. But you're starting to get real reporting. Um, but some, some kind of plateaus are uh, we don't have progress to report from, surprise, surprise, from the Department of Justice for our demand for an investigation into Pfizer. Um, we don't have anything new. Uh, I'll keep you posted when we do. But something that you recommended that we did take action on, um, you suggested that we file criminal charges because we've got, we've counted now 36 babies in the Pfizer documents that were killed, that Pfizer knew why they were killed. They knew how they were killed. They were killed through in utero, through transplacental exposure, quote unquote, Pfizer's words, to the vaccine, or one baby died from nursing a vaccinated mom. So these 30 to, I'm gonna say between 30 and 39 babies that are documented in Pfizer documents as dead, due to Pfizer's um, actions, knowingly killed due, due to Pfizer's actions, let alone all the babies that have died in the rollout because Pfizer didn't warn women that babies were dying in their um, internal documents. Those are murders, as you, as I said here earlier. And so we have reached out to Ms. Yor, um, thank, thanks to you making the connection, and Amy Kelly, the amazing Amy Kelly and I, are putting together a summary of the crimes that we found in the Pfizer documents to um, hand over to attorneys general who will hopefully file criminal charges for these deaths. Uh, that's kind of a bombshell. We're going to delve into that more next week. Where do people go? Because people understand this is an ongoing effort. You got the Moderna files now. You guys are your shoulders to the wheel. And we want to make sure people that have had this experience of working on your team say it's a life changing experience to be part of something bigger than themselves. So where do people go to get uh, to get everything, how they sign up, how they get more information, how they join? Thank you. Please come to dailyclout.io. You can order the Pfizer book right there. Um, you can go to Amazon and order it, War Room Daily Cloud, Pfizer documents, research reports. And whether or not you order the book, please donate and become members because this fight is costly. And we have really only just begun. We're ramping up into a, into a major battle. Thank you, Steve. We'll get more updates as you get this package together and what you're saying. Hey, you you feel you can prove pr criminal charges and get an attorney general for a state or a local prosecutor. You go after them. We look forward for you coming back on that, Naomi. Thank you so much for taking time away today to join us. Thank you so much. Thank you. I will talk to Grace and Mo. I want to make sure everybody sees. I'll somehow I'll break it out and we see this entire thing in Australia. OK, we're doing a summary of the songs of the week to celebrate America. This is the Battle of New Orleans from Zach Richard, Zach's Bonton. This is the song, The Cajun Way. We'll leave you. We'll be back in a moment. Bill McGinley, Caroline Wren, Brian Kennedy, next in the world.
Veterans, you know, we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 thousand Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart, And those you care about, please go to WarRoomHealth.com. That's WarRoomHealth.com. All one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WarRoomHealth, all one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. 